I had a weird family thing. Okay. They said when you turn 18, you go crazy. I remember then I was going to turn 18 just uh, hours to my 18th birthday. Uh, I, there was no fear, but definitely the Bible said uh, the Lord has not given us a period of fear, but a period of boldness and of a sound mind, of a sound mind. It means that you know what to do and when. When to do it. So yeah. when you pray for a situation, it's not out of fear. It's because you have a sound mind. Sound mind yeah. So you're not afraid of it, no, but you know what to do. Hi, YSB Queens. It's the first episode of our YSB podcast. Oh my God, I'm so excited that we finally get to do this. And we get to do this with somebody that, you know, is very special. Very, very special. I'm Oluwa Tobi, in case you don't know. I'm the ministry lead of what Young, Saved and Beautiful, a community for teenage girls who love God. And yeah, it's our first podcast episode and... We have a guest in the building. So let me leave him to introduce himself. <laughs> Noisemaker. Hi, ladies. How are you all doing? The name is China Do. I'm a singer, songwriter, spoken word poet. And uh, what else is there to know about me? Stalker. I'm Toby's friend. So, yeah. Stalker. No, I'm not a stalker. You are the one stalking me. This is your podcast. So, you brought me here. <clears throat> so. <laughs> if you know, you know. Those that know, know. <laughs> Anyway, so let's do a quick like throwback. How did you meet me? How do you know me? Like, why are you even here? Like, what are you doing here? Like, do you get? Okay. I just picked you up from the side of the road. I know, like. Okay, I, I see know. what you are trying to do. <laughs> hey, la coco la zoa. So let's start from the last guest. How how did you how did I come here? You sent me a message that you want me. to record podcast. Me. So that's why you're the stalker. Please stop lying to them. Just and talk, talk, talk. Um, 1999 that's a long time ago yeah that's a long time ago i was four years old mm. yes so that's that's like the first encounter i had with you uh, so that uh, we have we've actually come a, a really long way gen z can relate some people in this room right now were not even born <coughs> when I'm bored when we met, and um, that was that was in church, um, in my home church, and that's about 21 years ago. That's a long time ago, and I believe like from that point onward, it has just been from one level of dealing yeah. to another, and here we are. You still followed me 21 years later to come and record wow. podcast. You can't let me be. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> this insult is too much, but don't worry. Let's move on. Let's move on. So, guys, um, we're going to be throwing back to lessons from his childhood. We're going to be digging mm. up some graves, you know, like, you know, the things he thought they are buried will bring them to life, you know. We want to know everything behind the man called this is Chinedu. Don't know what he's trying to do. Chinedu, a maker Patrick in the Brazil. Thank you. So our first question for today, what's the craziest thing you did as a teenager? And please be real with us. We don't want, <laughs> don't want the packaged. That question is very hard to answer. Uh-huh. Uh, many reasons, uh, many reasons involved. First mm-hmm. of all, there is no one thing that was the, that was the craziest thing. Ah, okay. There were Opa. very many crazy Opa. things. <laughs> um, there was a time when I was teens president. I was I was 16 at the time. 
I think 15. I was 16 at the time. And uh, we went for a teens camp. I was teens president, remember that detail. And we jumped the fence to go and play ball. <laughs> I led my guys to jump fence as a teens president. See you your ministry gift. Yeah, so uh, I was fence. a teens president. Not, I was not just an ordinary teenager. That was a very crazy thing. There was also a lot of crazy things that has, has happened in my life. There were times when I stole. It's all these things, right? But money, good amount of money. <laughs> you know, as a student in secondary school, junior school, senior school, there were times when, you know, there are a lot of crazy things. I wish I had these questions early enough. I would have arranged all the crazy things I had done. You know, so there were, there were many crazy things. <sighs> My life is actually more fun than this. I just can't remember all of them. <laughs> right oh, now. Did. Shall know that loads of crazy things that I wish I did not do. Some of them I wish I was more stealth. Like that jumping fence part. I wish I should. You did it and you came back and nobody caught you. Do you understand? Uh-huh. There are James many ways. I did not just look well and the camp commander saw me landing. <laughs> boom. So I just touched down. Boom. They just caught me. Boom. Ah, I say, guy, you mess up. Yeah, not as bad as as you do. You know, but I, 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 you know. So yeah, that's mm. the answer to my question. Wow. To your question, rather. Wow. Okay, what, what was your most memorable moment as a teenager? Like one moment like you can never forget. Like moment I can never forget as a teenager. Wow. Most defining. Ever. <laughs> most defining. Now and I added <laughs> extra clause. <laughs> But yeah, there were many memorable mem- moments in my life as a teenager, many of them. Um, this was a perk for me because as a teenager, I was, I give it to myself, I was very talented. I could you do wait, many things. You wait, No, I am still very Shut talented. Up. Well, I'm referring that to my teenage <laughs> ages now. I, I'm still very talented. I was very talented as a teenager. I could dance, I could sing, mm. I could act. I could do anything that had to do with the stage. And one of the memorable moments is the fact that when I'm done with anything that I could do well, you know, all those young girls just go crazy. All those young girls, wow. <laughs> both Man the ones God. that are my seniors. <laughs> the ones that were above Christ. me in class. You know, I remember when I had finished singing in one, you know, large teens event. It was also a camp meeting as well. When I came down, we were going to the cafeteria to get food. Everybody was all over me. Oh, you can oh, sing, you can sing. Uh-huh. I had loads of those. It's not Right now. I had loads of those. Um, there was also um, another memorable moment was when I was announced teens president mm-hmm. i was 16 that day was very memorable for me i remember it vividly i can't remember what i was wearing while i was sitting down clapping for all the other escorts i never expected to hear my never name saw it coming. so i was just clapping and the president is they said keep clapping they just mentioned my name i was clapping and i don't know that it was my name that they called <laughs> like chine do like what are you serious Wow, I? you guys did me that's if i'm mindful of me you know, so that was a memorable moment for me um times when i i was given the opportunity to to lead they were those were really memorable moments as a teenager so yeah majorly so how would you say how do you deal with like all the female attention because like if they were rushing you like that then you must have had like the good side and the bad side as well how how were you able to like um, get that space well i did not do a good job let's let's put it that way I'm going to be honest with you. 
while i was a teenager i did not handle the attention properly thank god i did not fall into any sexual sin at the time maybe because i wasn't that exposed or maybe okay. no let me not say that exposed because i actually was i was a bad i was a bad boy from 11 years oh <laughs> well let's say <laughs> let's say because i didn't have the privilege or the okay. opportunity okay. to because i mean you're living with your parents even if you want to where are you going to where's going to happen <laughs> you didn't have money you didn't have what it takes yeah. basically so um i believe we're still going to talk about what i did then that i wish i didn't do but it wasn't handled properly I promise you, I was giving my numbers out to everybody. I was doing MTM Midnight Call. Ah, Who remembers? MTM I remember. Call, you know, <laughs> doing to go. I was texting every. Ah, God. So it was just a lot. I was very much distracted by all of the attention that came with being mm. a popular teenager amongst my peers. So, honestly speaking, I didn't handle it well. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, next question. How did you find Christ? Hmm. Now, this is a strong question and we're going to go through a journey now. Just follow me closely. Um, in 2012, which is also the year, like I said, one of the most memorable things that happened in my life was the fact that I was um, made teens president. In that year, it was the year I also graduated from secondary school. Um, I had applied for of course the university of course i wanted to further my education i was not that bad you're not uh, that bad uh, I, I was bad but i mean i wanted to further my dad no one to quit school i mean i was not <laughs> the gang of school and stuff. so i wrote jam i passed jam i passed yek and all of all those other exams but i didn't get admission mm. and i had to stay at home for one year and in that one year i would say that that one year was the year for me you know, at that point in my life, I had to, cause everybody that was my age mate, that was in my age range had gotten admission and had left, okay. you know, just like a few people, like two or three people who didn't get admission as well, but the majority had left and all the noise had faded. Mm. So it was just me. And then it was time to be real. At that point, I began to um, put my head down Okay. try to learn there are a lot of things because first of all let me just state this clearly what jesus christ did on the cross was that he found the world the bible says for god so loved the world mm-hmm. all right so he already found every single one of us it is now remaining for you to you know identify with that sacrifice that was made on the cross yeah so god was already god already had big plans for my life god already had big plans yeah. for me the call of god was already upon my life but i was just joking i was just messing or messing around you know and in 2012 that was okay. the year i i i got serious let me use that word okay. you know i got serious with my prayer life i got serious with with the holy ghost that i, I had received a year prior i remember okay. i got um filled in the holy ghost 2011 may 3rd i remember the date because that was champions league final back at my <laughs> That's why. So how did that happen? How did that happen? Where were you? Oh, I was in church. They called. We were even joking that they were playing around, and they called for those who um, there was a Holy Ghost meeting happening, and we we're outside, and they like forced everybody to go inside. And then mm. when we got inside, never saw it coming. We never saw it coming. I never saw it coming. I won't speak for every other person, you know. And we were there, and I just got interested, you know, listening to the teaching on the Holy Ghost, you know, and all of that, and then boom hands were laid on me i i burst forth 
you know in tongues that's a teaching for another day mm. and i kind of let me not use the word dormant because that doesn't really make sense but i kind of did not take it seriously maybe yeah. because of the kind of associations and there were no yeah. opportunities mm, as well. you know to pray in the spirit that's why now that i know better when i get people saved and get them filled in the holy ghost i give them ample time to pray pray in 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 yeah, hours yeah it helps exercise helps you exercise received, yeah. you know so i had taking that seriously taking my prayer life seriously started to pray in tongues more i started to read book i remember the first book i read you gave me that book laws of thank faith thank you thank you thank you bishop david was a very small book i re- i read the book i even wrote a summary i still have that jotter <laughs> You know, I have all my jetters from 2012 till now, That's except the good. one that just got missing last month, which <laughs> I'm not so proud of. But yeah, and I, I began to take it seriously. I prayed hard. I got serious with my work with God. I began to study the Bible for myself. I began to understand what all the things that were Bible stories. I began to pull all the strings together so that they would make sense. Okay, and let's pause here. Let's okay, pause sure, here. sure. If you didn't wait at home for a year, what would have happened? Omo, I would have gone to UNN because it was UNN I had pla- I had applied for. Okay. I would have gone to UNN and I would have been a the man <laughs> of the girls, as in probably done well academically, but it wouldn't have ended well. I promise you. Maybe a baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because you know how I spoke about the fact that as a teenager you don't have the opportunities, but now in school you are living all alone. I will not live in the hostel. I will yeah. live in a lodge off campus. I have a room to myself. Ah, oh, more. Ladies, come in. Come mm. in. The door is open. Ah, sexual reality. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would have been crazy. And so from that point in um, 2012, where I had to wait a year, that was when everything changed. Mm. You know, I, I was like, it was more or less like a vow. Like if I get into school, I'm going to proclaim your name. I promise you. Do you understand? It was it was more or less like that, and it was. This is something that a lot of believers need to understand. We are not supposed to use God as a means to mm-hmm, an end. Mm-hmm, God is true. the end Himself. Are you getting me? So it's not a means to an end. Say if you do this, you don't put out fleeces. Yeah. This is the New Testament. You understand? I know what people quote Matthew six thirty three. Um, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all other things. First of all, the Bible did not say all other things. It said all these things. There is a context to that scripture, yeah. all right? So I was talking about food for your on your table, clothes on your back. Not that because you're seeking the kingdom of God and then this is what will happen when you're seeking. That means Bill Gates does not have to seek the kingdom yeah, of God yeah, because he has, he has, all, all, he has things. all these things. Yeah. Do you understand? So I was not using God as a means to an end, but I needed my life to get back on track. And that was when it all changed for me i got into school abia state university ah i met the best guys on campus and it it was a family of believers i began to build myself and right now i can say um confidently and beat my chest that 60 70 percent of the things i know or i knew all right before i met my spiritual father right now i i got to know them within the three years and seven months i spent in abia state university yeah so yes that's how i found mm. jesus mm. <laughs> okay so let's go back to i'm sorry i was going okay. to add this i have always been a church boy yeah. i i mentioned that i met her in 1999 mm-hmm. and it was in church so i have always been a church boy so 
there's something someone said that was very powerful one of the greatest mission fields is still the church yeah a lot true. of people are just going to church but they don't know what they're doing so I, I i have been a church boy i've been singing since like i remember dancing i've been singing stage, dancing doing a lot of things but that relationship <laughs> mm-hmm. with my abba was not there it wasn't there so i just needed to put that out so yeah. don't think like i've been useless until 2012. <laughs> i was a church boy but i did not have a relationship with god yes true, true. okay so let's backtrack so um you finally you finally found christ and yep. then um i don't know everybody thinks it's going to be magic what would you say was the role of association for you what exactly did you have to do like because one of the biggest um things i've noticed in like my over how many years of mentoring teenagers is they they, they undermine the power of association mm. Mm. it's like yeah i'm going to mentor you i'm going to help you but like if you don't change your friends you ain't going nowhere how was that for you what did you have to do what did you not have to do how did you make that shift to ensure that you know your environment affects this new reality this new Mm. life you have in christ because people undermine it so much they are scared to let some people go they are scared to make some drastic changes they just Mm. feel like ah no it's not that serious now you know Mm -hmm. i can still half and half it here how did association affect everything for you like how 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 major was it how major was it let's look at what the scripture says in romans chapter 12 verse 2 okay he says and do not i'm reading new king james do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good mm-hmm. and acceptable and perfect will of god what a lot of believers don't realize is that we are in the world yeah. but we are not off the world okay. let me give you a perfect example that i give a lot of young people um if there is a dumpster a place where people um dispose trash throw trash we have a lot of those in nigeria and then the federal government wants to make that place clean what they majorly do is they get a caterpillar or a truck to clear that place out yeah. and they leave that place like that and then when they leave it like that in the space of two months one month people have made that place a dumpster again Again, what they're supposed to do is after they clear the place out they'll make it a park make it a garden make it um a place where you grow flowers or you plant a tree there you do something bottom line is don't leave it empty Mm -hmm. a lot of young people don't get the fact that your associations are by far the best your most valuable asset even jesus christ god in the flesh God yeah. in the flesh had 12 disciples. He had 12. When he was preaching to 5,000 people, all 5,000 of them, when he said, I'm the bread that come down from heaven and if you must eat my flesh and drink my blood, you cannot see um, get the kingdom of God. 5,000 members of his church left him on that same day. Remaining 12. <laughs> you must, by yeah. all means, have a strong association. Listen, as a believer, or, okay, this is another analogy. Um, a boat was function was built to function on water yeah. but there is problem when there's water in the boat it's the same yeah. thing with the believer a believer is built to function in the world but there's problem when there's world in the believer if you have a circle or you used to have a circle that passes that clubs that smokes that drinks and now you are saved we are not saying throw away all your friends yeah. but we are saying you need another association yeah. whilst you are trying to change these guys and bring them to the light of the knowledge of what you are, you now you know, know yeah. you must by all means have people who strengthen you I yeah. cannot eat, eat ah if you remove men from my life I'm I am just positive <laughs> I told you the first book I read was given to me by Toby the yeah. person that is hosting this I 
I read many other books from then on. Some of the books I got them myself. Some of the books other people also gave me. I know a lot of people that their lives came on track, spiritual lives, people I mentored on campus because I helped them. Now they can pray on their own. Now they can pray four hours, five hours. But somebody was there to push. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your circle is... Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) I had had friends in school, though. And my life is a product of men. Yeah. And that's just it. Ah, you can't take it away, my brother. I think that's like the most important thing because Very now important. everybody's trying to, you know, please everybody. We don't want to do cancel culture. We don't want to. But I think that that deliberate, intentional effort, like, okay, I have these guys who I chill with them, but you know, these are my circle of friends. Like, these are the ones that fans will flame the gift that is within me. Like, mm. I don't play with them. Do you get like, aside, and I'm not saying don't kick anybody out because truth is, you can't please everybody. Definitely. And then you can't. Some people of those people, you grew, you grew up with them. You can't throw them away. But be deliberate about having friends. The same way like when you are in school and you are studying, you have friends that, you know, you always read together. You know, you're cramming friends. Have deliberate friends because they, they eventually go a long way. And yeah. I would actually say that when I gave Chigeli the book, I didn't give him the book like so that, oh, okay, I'm trying. But if if he didn't pick it up, honestly, regardless of the fact that we had known each other all our lives, our birthdays are days apart, we are almost like, I feel like I would have had to put distance in our friendship. Mm-hmm. Like, it was going to happen. We'll still talk, we'll still be G's, but... If he didn't, like, if he didn't know Christ when he knew Christ, if he didn't decide to choose Christ when he when he chose Christ, I feel like we'd have had to create distance, and this would not be happening right now. So, Definitely. as much as you try to help those people, it's still left for them to decide to. And nobody should blackmail you or bully you into this whole thing. Okay, I'll follow you to church today, but they are not still serious. So you need friends that let it break. All right. Next question. All right. Our last and our final question. What would you tell your younger self? Like, what do you know now that you wish you knew then? Hmm. That's a heavy one. <laughs> there are a lot of things I know now I wish I knew earlier. Okay. Let me just say this to young people because I believe that's the bulk of the audience. Yeah. Um, if you are someone, and I'm addressing those who feel like they are too mature for their age, they are not behaving like their peers. They are not behaving like the people who are in their age range. Okay. You know, they are, They feel like they are too smart and they are missing out on a lot of things. My dear, you are not. <laughs> I have people who are mentoring under 17, under 16, you know, and they're like, I can't relate with my age mates. It's fine. Let me tell you something. Moses in the Bible did not have age mates. People don't realize that Pharaoh killed all the young children. Do you realize? Jesus did not have age mates. Herod killed everybody two years and under. There was no age mate of Jesus in Jerusalem. He grew up without peers. Come on. Listen, your mind has to expand beyond where you are right now. Mm -hmm. When I tell people my age, my current age, you know, um, sometimes they don't believe. They see me, they feel like, oh, I, I look young. When they hear me, they say, they say ah, early, I sound yeah, I always old. get that too. So they're expecting understand? like 30. They expect, <laughs> come on. You must be able to develop yourself to a point where at any age whatsoever, there are a lot of people who at 12, at 15, you know, the Bible says Jesus Christ at 12, he was in the temple asking questions yeah. with rabbis, you know, doing big stuff already. He was deep like that at that age. Ah, come on. Do you understand? It's don't feel, now, there are a lot of things I know now. Number one, the truth of the gospel yeah i oh my god i have somebody i mentoring. i'm not going to mention names he knows so much every day i tell him if i knew 
what you know now. Hiya! At this my age. Oh my god. <laughs> la coco, la leo leo. Oh, zwa la kate. Oh if I knew what you knew now, the truth of the gospel yeah, is life changing. I think it changes everything. It if changes I knew everything. it, if I knew or if I knew how to interpret scriptures, yeah, like I know now, wow, I would have opened the eyes of so many people. I would have been able to relate more to my friends, my peers, my generation. Mm-hmm. I I would have oh, there are a lot of things I could have done. Of course, I'm doing all of those now, but. Like there is a proverb that says, um, a Chinese proverb that says, the best time to plant a tree yeah. is 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. The second best time is now, now yeah. right? So that 20 years later, you can say, oh, I planted a tree, tree 20 years ago. So I wish I planted my own tree 10, 15. Yeah. Do you understand? So there is, there is a lot I could have done with myself. There's a lot I could have done with my life, with ministry, if I knew the truth of the gospel. Listen. If you're a young person out there, this one is for you directly. Don't ever feel like what you know now is too much for your age. It can never be too much. Never ever be too much. There is no knowledge that is in excess. Alright? You know how they say, um, somebody, eh, they are teasing you, you are jack of all trade, master of none. Eh, Listen, you can be jack of all trade. That's fine. At least just be master of some. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. It's not a problem. It's not a bad thing. Don't allow society to make you feel like you know too much. You know, there's something I tell people. This is more like a, a relationship advice. But if you're going to be with someone, that person may not know everything about something. But that person at least has to know something about everything. everything. Yeah. It's very important. Expand your mind. Even if you are 12, even if you are 15, 17, listening to what I'm telling you right now. Listen, they are... People who are at the at the top tiers of life right now, the Warren Buffett's, the Elon Musk's, and all of all those guys, I promise you they will give anything to take this knowledge that they have yeah, now back 15 back years. And they will do great, better. A lot of people say the damnation of a man is in excess knowledge. That is not completely true. Yeah. That's not completely true. Expand. Yeah. As a believer, as a Christian, there is no barrier to how long you can pray regardless of your age yeah josiah led israel at age eight come on now it has nothing to do with your age in this situation in this circumstance age is just a number oh my god i can't wait to have children because i am what i'm even scared of is i may deprive them of their childhood (laughs) that they will not now play so i god will help me i know the spirit (laughs) of god and i know that help you ah because you, at at whatever age, you can take up a matter in prayer at 15 and yeah. 17. Listen, I had a weird, I had a weird, um, let me just share this and then I'll be done. I had the, a weird family thing. Okay. They said when you turn 18, you go crazy. Oh yeah, I remember that mad. time. I remember that time. <laughs> la coco la zwa. You don't know who you are talking to. Me, Chinese do, I go crazy. Una de crazy, all of you. <laughs> are you never, that will never be me. That would never be me. I remember then I was going to turn 18, just um, um, uh, hours to my 18th birthday. I, I, there was no fear, but definitely, the Bible says the, Bible, the Lord has not given us a spirit of fear, but a spirit of boldness and of a sound mind, of a sound mind. It means that you know what to do and when. when to do it. So yes. when you pray 
for a situation it's not out of fear it's because you have a sound mind so you're not afraid of it no but you know what to do are you getting what i'm saying so i took it up i remember myself and toby we had to fast yeah we had this yeah, i was in school then actually yeah. we oh, fasted yeah, into fast, 18. yeah yeah I, remember. Eh? I was oh no never <laughs> no so it, it's not a question of age you can pray eight hours mm-hmm. at 16. Mm-hmm. there is no you can you can deliberately decide to take up your devotional life and say look i will not be mediocre you can decide to take up your academics you know and say look listen i believe strongly in the concept of a complete man and yeah, it is possible in every you can era, be yeah. sound spiritually mm-hmm. sound morally sound psychologically sound mentally sound academically it is possible to sound be complete. financially, yeah, financially yeah, yeah. at whatever age yeah. i know people that say making money at 17 oh good money i'm not talking <laughs> 20 000. i'm talking 200k 500k are you getting what i'm saying listen don't limit your mind by your age. Mm. I wish I knew what I know now, five years ago. And I've done so much more. But <laughs> no regrets. No, no regrets. No regrets. So, yeah. No regrets. No regrets. We're not. We're not. We're not. We're not um, you get hating on our younger selves. Nah, nah, nah. We just wish we can do better. So, right now, what should we look forward to? Chinese do like what's coming? What's happening? Hmm. What? What should we look forward to? Like. The years ahead, the months ahead. There is a lot. There is a as lot. As much as you can tell us, you know some things are under wraps. Ah, uh, definitely some. Yeah. Lot of things that we cannot let out publicly for now, but yeah. <clears throat> there is a lot. <laughs> Ministerial expressions. Um, expect more songs. Mm-hmm. You know. By the way, if you Ready. don't, if you Ready. don't follow me on social media, I don't know what's happening to your salvation. Okay, social media plug <laughs> now. Plug yourself. If you don't follow me, if you have not subscribed to my YouTube channel, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. You know, so, but there's a lot of um, material expressions. Expect more, more teachings. Expect okay. more, um, more songs. Definitely. Lots of ministerial expressions, more songs, okay. more content on my social media platforms. Okay. China do nice, underscore nice. official underscore and China do official on my YouTube channel. Nice, nice. Yeah, That's so you guys just um connect. You will be blessed. It will bless you. Don't worry, all the links are going to be definitely. Please yeah. stream all my songs though. <laughs> uh, very Let's make this money. But yeah, definitely more ministerial expressions. Oh, we can't wait. Thank you so much for being with us today. Uh, I love you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you for the privilege to share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're very welcome. Queens, we've wrapped up our first episode. I'm super excited. You know, this is just the first one. You know, it's already this mind blowing. I don't want to imagine how it's going to go. Make sure to follow YSB on all our social media platforms. Thank you guys for joining us today. And we hope to see you in our next episode. Bye. So guys, Queen Sarah is your plug for anything, your voiceovers, your jingles, your recordings. Her link will be in the description box. Please make sure to like, follow her, please. Support your girl. Support your girl. And also, yes, listen to her podcast, 21 and 21 podcast. Like, I'm on that podcast as well. So, yeah, please go listen, leave a comment, share with your friends. And I'll see you guys in our next episode. Have a lovely, lovely day. Stay beautiful and loved upon Abba. Bye.